Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Before we get into conversation number two, Ernie and I had a discussion offline about some of the content in this episode, and we decided it best for me to offer a preface. Uh, At the beginning of the episode, I make light of the term alcoholic during our introductions, and we go on to talk about drinking in a way that could be construed as insensitive. That was not our intent, and we fully commend those who have gone through the battle to overcome their own addictions and support those who are fighting. Additionally, toward the end of the episode, we discuss some troubling trends in our society, including murder and violence. We in no way condone violence nor self-inflicted harm, and we hope our message conveys such. If you feel you are in a place where that is your only option, we encourage you to please seek out the support of a loved one or a professional. As we continue to find our voices as part of the Mosaic Life podcast, we'll inevitably find ourselves in positions where we'll ponder what is best for Ernie and I as a partnership, for you as a listener, and what we can do best to help make this world just a little bit better. Our feelings in regard to these topics, considering this conversation tackles honesty, was to leave the episode intact while offering this message of empathy beforehand. If we can be in any way a support system for you, please let us know. Enjoy conversation number two. Welcome to the Mosaic Life Podcast. Life is an art. Every moment a picture painted in time. The color, texture, lighting, all context. The Mosaic Life vision is to cast a warm glow on your masterpiece, highlighting the struggle while showcasing the culmination of years of hard work. Join us for guided meditations, interviews with authors and leaders, and engaging conversation as we explore the depths of our consciousness. Welcome, man. How are you? Good. I'm Good. happy to be here. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, I'm Trey. I, I know you know that, but I figure... Hi, Trey. It's always... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm Trey. And I'm Ernie. <laughs> you are not an alcohol- alcoholic as far as I know, right? No, not okay. today. This weekend I was. <laughs> At a wedding, for the record. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. You, you got to have fun. You got to, you got to enjoy life. I mean, that's that is hopefully going to be one of the themes, the ongoing themes of the Mosaic Life. At least that'd be that'd be a goal of mine. I'm not sure what your goals are. To enjoy it. To enjoy it. Enjoy to enjoy life. life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, so <clears throat> we are in an interesting spot. We're, um, we're we're producing this podcast. It's it's brand new to us. We we've done a little bit of recording in the past to test the waters, and here we are, a little bit more officially with um, some more insight to lend and some more, uh, I guess, emotions and feelings to explore. That's what it feels like. Uh, every week is going to be different as our life progresses and we'll bring forward structured conversations with amazing people and we'll also just bring the randomness that's happening to us absolutely as truthfully as possible entirely truthfully never less than <laughs> hopefully and that's we've we uh, yeah i can't put too fine a point on that it's um we owe it to you uh there, there's no sense in us doing this if we're going to be disingenuous um, because how can you be genuine to yourself if you can't expect us, a podcast aimed at the betterment of life and society, to be not completely honest with you? So that's what you will get from us as often as we can. And if, if you feel like that's not the case, then let us know because 
it's certainly worth calling us out. And it's certainly worth us calling each other out on it as well. You better be ready. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. A few things uh, as we get started. If you are interested in reaching out to us in any way, shape, or form, uh, I'll go into this in a moment. Uh, we will be having... As of right now, three different types of podcast episodes. If you're interested in joining us for any of those, um, you can email us at one, that's spelled out, O-N-E, mosaic, life, at gmail.com. That's one, mosaic, life, at gmail.com. Um, and then, of course, our website is one, mosaic, dot, life. And I feel like he is going to push me to be the best person I can on this platform. Ernie, what's our what's our Instagram? Instagram, one mosaic life, just like the email, and we'll be posting there fairly frequently. <laughs> I have to get over my hurdle of social media, man. Like I, I feel so, this is me being genuine, I feel so silly sticking a camera in my face and talking to it. Yeah. Uh, whereas we're just sitting in a room, you know, talking to each other not even looking at each other so yeah and hopefully the 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 point of what we're doing would be to distinguish what's going to be useful or poignant for people and and at those moments we will then have the wherewithal to say let's record this in some way and share it on instagram so if you're not following you probably won't ever get those barrels of insight in your life so go ahead and start following and that's one mosaic life that is all spelled out Follow us and uh, tell us what you hope to get out of this podcast. I know there's a lot of podcasts out there, so we appreciate you taking the time to listen to ours. Uh, One goal that I in particular had in creating this with Ernie was to be as respectful of your time as possible. Uh, We know it's valuable. That's our one resource that is non-renewable. Hopefully you value your time as much as we value ours. So we want to make sure we're providing the best possible content and quality of co- just quality of audio that we can to help you improve who you are. Because I know that podcasts have tremendously changed my life. Yeah. And I particularly, we were talking about this before, but I particularly like the longer podcast, the conversation length, hour, hour and a half. Um, so let us know what that's like for you, whether we're going too far with it or whether we should cut it off shorter. Um, again, we're fans of Tim Ferriss and the likes, and most of those podcasts are like two and a half hours. They so are. They are. I don't know if we'll ever go Baby that steps, long, yeah. but <laughs> hour feels good. Yeah, I mean, at least in regard to our conversations, I, I don't want to fall in love with our voices so much that we can just talk for four hours on end. But if too we late. have someone interesting on the podcast and we yeah, give yeah. them the platform to speak, then we will, of course, elaborate that as much as possible. Which leads me into what this will hopefully become. Um this sounds like a boardroom speech, but basically there's going to be three <laughs> parts to this uh, podcast. Um, first and foremost is what you're hearing now conversationally. Um, Ernie and I have known each other for uh, two years now, almost two years. Uh, and every time we get together, it's a running joke. It's probably only funny to him and I. Uh, we try to outdo each other in regard to how I. I say this sarcastically, how woke we are or how, how, how good of people we can become or how, I guess, centered is the, probably the best way to, to put it. How um, Woke. 
<laughs> it's woke. I hate, I hate myself for saying that. No, it, yeah. it, it's the going to be the most popular hashtag on our Instagram. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you will hear uh, the conversations that uh, Ernie and I have, uh, such as this. And then next, uh, you will be hearing, you know, I guess in no particular order, uh, Ernie, um, you are quickly becoming, I don't know if you're studying to become or if this is self-practice, but you are a meditation instructor. I, I, I'm saying that because I want you to believe it. Hopefully you already do, but you are a meditation instructor. So you're going to be providing meditation content for our listeners. Yeah. And, and most of it would be from experience uh, in programs or just my own aspects of meditation that I've put into my toolbox um, and, and so I had issue with calling myself a meditation instructor, but since giving this to other people and taking time with other people, I've seen how powerful it can be. So I'm open to that title and we will be recording meditations. Well, I will be at this point and, um, adding those to supplement what we're doing with the conversations and other, otherwise. Absolutely. Yes. And I, I am very excited for those elements of, um, our podcast for a number of reasons. One, meditation is huge right now, rightfully so, because it's extremely healthy and extremely good for treating anxiety and, and many other ailments in our modern day life. Uh, two, I am always looking for great meditative content. Um, I will personally endorse uh, Tara Brock or Tara Brock. Um, I meditate to her podcasts almost daily. And then three, I've already gotten wonderful feedback from some of our test listeners in regard to the uh, uh, meditations that you have recorded. So the beta, the beta meditations, the beta meditations. <laughs> it's, it's weird. Um, it's just completely a completely different side uh, side point um so i do a lot of rock climbing um, i actually work at a rock climbing gym part-time and so when it comes to you know climbing every route is a problem it that's what it's called you have to find your way from the bottom to the top and when you get stuck on a problem um people like instructors or staff members or other climbers, they can offer you what is called beta, which is information on how to get from A to Z or from mm. bottom to top, which I, I found interesting because when I think of beta, I think of, you know, testing, like yeah. the, the context you just provided. So, um, or, or a secondary thing even too. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, uh, there, there was no point to that other than <laughs> the, the parallel that I drew there, but yeah. Rock climbing. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have the the meditations on top of the conversations that we'll have here. And yes. then right now, the final piece would be interviews with Which, amazing people. Uh, yes, I am personally most personally most excited about. Um, not that I don't love our conversations. Mm, yeah. um, <laughs> I just I you know, when I listen to podcasts, I, as you mentioned, and um, as you will hear many, many times, Tim Ferriss uh, is a phenomenal interviewer joe rogan phenomenal interviewer um, even kevin rose all those people out in that bay area just producing some of the biggest podcasts out there i've always envied one how well they interview and two getting to just talk and with the most amazing people so um we our goal is to speak with authors with thought leaders the entrepreneurs who i guess the original idea of, of this was to Get, to speak with people who have overcome 
insurmountable odds in their life um, who have overcome personal struggle, uh, whether that's depression or a monetary uh, struggle or something where they did not see light at the end of the tunnel, and yet they persisted and they fought through and, you know, they got to where they are. So I'm thrilled to have the opportunity to speak with some of those people. And, you know, again, one mosaic life at gmail.com. If, if you know of somebody who is an author uh, or somebody who fits, I don't, I, I hesitate to use the word mold, but if you know somebody who fits that, that, that description, we would love to speak with them. Yeah, absolutely. So that that's, that's where, that's where Mosaic Life Podcast come. It's comes a wrap. It is. <laughs> See you next time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's dive in. Yeah. yeah. Um, we had a spark of inspiration this week uh, around did. honesty, and it felt like a good place to, um, to bring up the philosophies that we've seen in our lives and then how we've applied them and, and what has been effective, what hasn't worked. And overall, where we are with that concept, is that a fair yes. estimation of where we're at right now? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And why don't we just, I mean, one, it's, you know, sequential in the show notes, but two, I guess it makes <laughs> sense to, you, you, you brought this to me. So you, what, what does honesty mean to you? Because there is, you know, the dictionary definition, there's, there's a definition that's a little bit more abstract. And I, I feel like that is where we're headed. So why don't you give me an idea of what honesty means to you? I mean, what, what it means to be honest or dishonest or any of the gray area in between and, you know, how it affects your psyche. Mm. Um, and especially it doesn't necessarily mean, honesty with your wife or your friend or you know the cashier at the store it's honesty to me is so internal um i can handle when somebody is dishonest with me i i'm a fairly good judge of character and if i need to move on from that i will but if i'm dishonest with myself then that is one of the biggest detriments that or the one of the biggest disservices i can do to myself so you tell me what 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 does it mean to you Totally. Yeah. So, I mean, you really nailed it in the way that you prefaced it, in my opinion. Um, th there's entirely that first level of honesty to ourselves. Uh, and then it goes into being open and honest with people. I imagine that, like me, there are people out there that hold back because they're afraid of how it might be perceived if they said what they're thinking or feeling. Or maybe they don't think they have the right to share what they're thinking for whatever reason. And the truth is every, every person's piece of the puzzle is needed um, as we move along. And so understanding that it's our duty, it's our right and our duty to share what it is we're thinking and feeling and then, of course, it comes back to understanding ourself enough to know what's honestly happening with us and then being able to put that into words for somebody. That's the Webster de definition <laughs> right there. <laughs> He's got it memorized. You can recite it. Um, I, I, yes. Um, I, I know you 
said many words, but I, I do want to pick out one of them um, because it this particular word or concept can distort the truth so much um, in your own mind and others' minds. Um, it's like putting a, a lens between yourself and the sun. It can amplify it or it can shrink it immensely. Perception. Um, the way we think others perceive us is so conflated compared to what their actual opinions are. And we let that dictate so many aspects of our lives. And uh, some one that I have thought immensely about that it was a hurdle that I've ever had to overcome throughout my professional life um, is, you know, the perception of status and success. I personally have bounced around from a career to career um, over the I'm 34. I've been working in the professional workplace for 10 plus years. And I, I've had a lot of different quote unquote careers. Um, always left by choice, just always getting bored. And now finally, I've been self-employed for, for a year now, which is thrilling. Uh, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, but, you know, part of that come part of that territory comes with, you know, an, an unstable income. And so I chose, as I mentioned, I, I, I do work part time at a rock climbing gym making $9 an hour, but it's something that I, I truly enjoy. And it's a couple hundred bucks extra in cash every month that can actually go a long way. And, you know, it's, I've thought a lot to, to myself lately thinking about the life in which I was raised. And, you know, those my peers around me, there should be no negative stigma for, you know, doing whatever you can to support your true passions, uh, especially when it comes to your happiness. Uh, I know so many people who are so stressed and so anxious about waking up Monday morning, and going to work. I just I, I, I used to have that. I don't have that anymore. And, you know, having a supplemental part time job is helpful for that. Um, and I, I was always under the perception that, oh, you work at McDonald's, you must, you know, you must not be, you know, all you're cracked up to be. You just you don't know somebody's situation. Um, do you, do you? What are your thoughts on the perception that others have on you? Do you I mean do you share that same mentality? Do you think that other people have looked down upon? your choices i mean what what are your thoughts on you know, honesty and perception with yourself yeah this is totally in line with the way i see honesty uh because it it's only the way that i perceive myself amongst other people that that either allows me to put put out what i'm really thinking or say the truth or or makes me want to withhold. I'm sure people look down on me for things that I've done in the past. I, I would imagine it's been a long time since that. However, even if I were in this moment actively doing things that people could look down on, it wouldn't be the fact that they're looking down on me that I'm withholding, or it wouldn't be the fact that they're looking down on me in some way that is keep me keeping me from withholding it's it's my own perception of how they're seeing me that might keep me from withholding that, in in, the, in respect to the way that i notice when i'm sharing or not 
Sure. And I guess in regard to sharing and going back to my point, you know, I have caught myself justifying what I do uh, for the sake of, for lack of a better way of saying it, saving face. You know, I will say, oh, you know, I work, you know, part-time at the gym. No, I'll just get a free membership, a little bit of extra cash. And I, no, I, I work there because I actually enjoy it, you know, and it's, it is getting me closer to my fitness, which is important to me, to a hobby of mine, which is climbing. Um, and then, yes, the added benefit is extra money and a free membership. But I, I, I have tried to be conscious about justification when it comes to pursuits. Um, you feel like you justify working part-time? Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, that can be used in any sure. sort of example. But I, I do, you know, instead of simply saying, oh, you know, I own 2237 in designs, I, I do web design, and then I also, you know, work part-time at my climbing gym. I say, I, I work part-time at my climbing gym. I just, yeah, I just make a little bit extra cash or I get a free membership, that sort of thing. I just start writing it off as, you know, an afterthought as if it's not, you know, oh, I'm not working at, you know, J.P. Morgan Chase, you know, I'm not a, some elite banker or lawyer. It's, what it's, have you. I totally, or at least I feel like I'm on the same page with you. Uh, when I first started coaching, I had trouble saying that I was a coach. I, I would say, oh, I'm working in this place. And, uh, and then maybe like, and I'm coaching or I'm, I'm working on becoming a coach or trying to coach and was, and, and didn't really want to share it although I was coaching people and it was true there was a part of me that wouldn't let me be fully honest and then recently in in recent years it switched so I'll say that I'm a coach and sometimes have trouble saying and I also work a job because I feel sure. like there's some perception around that and it does at times hold back a level of honesty it does and it's you know it's it is this case in point it's interesting to discuss the way we see ourselves versus the way others see us. Because I, one of my favorite things to do, I do a ton of networking and I really enjoy doing it. I love connecting good people. And your name has come up on more than one occasion. And I always say one of my very good friends, Ernie, he's a life coach. I would love for you to meet him. You, that's, that's, that's what you are to me. Uh, you know, a friend totally. first, life coach, second podcast, totally. whatever. Um, but you know, it's, that is the way I see you. And, you know, your perception of yourself, I think it reflects that at least now, I, I don't remember the, you know, the early stages of our, of our friendship, but now I, I see that in you. Um, and it's okay to identify as that because it is uh, such a major part of your life. Um, so that's why, uh, that, that's why at the beginning of this, I said, you are a meditation instructor. Because sure. I, I know that's, I mean, I've listened to your meditations. They are very good. I've gotten that feedback from other people. So you are a meditation instructor. Uh, the person with whom we're, not to spoil it too much, hopefully going to be hosting in-person classes with. I told her you're a meditation instructor. And that's, you know, you, you are what you say you are. It's, it's all about perception. Totally. And, and with the theme of honesty, it's also then uh, important to, for me to notice or for people to notice, I think, uh, with themselves where it's uncomfortable for them to say that. So if I'm saying I'm a meditation instructor and it still like has this gross resonance in, in me for some reason, then there's a level of 
honesty I might be missing with myself too. So as you bring that up, it's like, okay, it's actually clean today. I don't feel like I, I can't call myself that anymore. Whereas one point I needed to be honest with myself and ask, okay, I can't identify as a, a coach or I'm not identifying as a meditation instructor or a, a good dad, whatever it might be that you are in your own life might not be um, allowing yourself to take on as a title. And then I can ask myself for this particular instance, well, what would make me a meditation instructor and what's holding me back from believing that's already true? It's a useful inquiry. If we're we're being honest with the way we feel about how we're sharing ourselves with the world. Absolutely. And I I guess I think uh, everything at least in these conversations, is going to be anecdotal, uh, at least for me. Um, But I think a personal struggle or a personal barrier when identifying as something is, oh, I do this, but I'm not as good as so-and-so. I am, you know, I, I develop WordPress websites, but I, you know, am no Mark Zuckerberg. I don't know, I'm not great with PHP or MySQL or, or Ajax or anything like that. That's, you know, that's like saying, you know, as, as, a, as a little league baseball player, you know, you're not going to say, oh, I just, I, I play bit. No, you're a baseball player. You may not be Kenny Griffin or Sandy Alomar or all these people from the freaking 90s because I don't watch baseball anymore. But <laughs> just because you're not, you know, a major league baseball player, you're still a baseball player. Yeah, what's that saying? It's something about we judge ourselves internally on how we see other people externally. Have you heard that? I may have heard that at some point, but the way you said it sounds good. So let's go with that. Yeah. Put quotes around that and, okay. and put it on our Instagram at yes. one mosaic life. Okay. <laughs> I, absolutely. Totally. I will. No, yeah. uh, somebody important said that. And of course I'm not important, right? Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. See, um, you, you, no, let, no, think about it. it. No, ironies, I, I get it, but I, I want you to be tr- truthful with yourself yeah. because, you know, if you think about the people in your life, you're hella fucking important. Sure. Um, and sh- we are going to cuss on occasion on this show. So my apologies, it's not going to be exorbitant but we will um like your 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 kids your 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 wife those people will think you're very important so yes identify as that totally hold it yeah well yeah and give ourselves permission to do that yeah because i do say it as a joke but i would say as i feel into it a little bit more there's some truth there and and i was thinking about that today on on the drive up here and wondering uh if my state of mind was proper for recording a, a podcast. And I thought the only thing stopping me was my state of mind. And so I started to remember all of the important things that brought us to this, to doing this, the reasons we're good at it, the reasons we have important things to share and that we can say these things with confidence because we've experienced them, learned from them, grown through them and can now give that to people see i i I, I, we do have unique perspectives in this sense um it may not have been mentioned yet i don't know i also host another podcast hashtag questions um so i I do have a fair amount of experience in podcasting and what you say to me is I, i i see your mindset but i think that you are in the perfect state right now to have a conversation like this totally. i yeah yeah you're any apprehension that you have i think it plays well into the topic of conversation and i, yeah. I see this yeah. conversation we're we're half an hour in almost and you know i think it's 
where what you're bringing to the table today i think is phenomenal so i don't second guess how you feel like something's going to turn out just because your state of mind isn't prime for what yeah you expect totally totally and it's a matter of just being able to shift it and and see that in whatever moment we're feeling a certain way about something if we can be honest in the way that we feel and be honest in the way that we have complete control over our feelings, then we can uh, move accordingly. And, and, the, and the same thing goes when, like we were saying, having these ideas or titles and being able to ju- judge ourselves, not judge ourselves, what we do is judge ourselves internally based upon somebody else's external uh, the way we see them externally if we can i'm kind of losing my train of thought here you're fine yeah no i'm <clears throat> i'm with you i am Don't no, lie to me. I, no I, I, I truly am and we we use external stimuli so often to shape the way our shape our self perception to shape how we're feeling and in this day and age it's so horrible with social media and it's i mean it it is a really a magical tool as much as i may despise it you know the level of connectivity in this world is phenomenal but the the negativity that is flooding from your phone to your prefrontal cortex and the way that it affects our moods is so toxic. Um, you have to, you really, really have to, which what I, I really want to become a major theme of this is you have to gain that level of self-understanding and self-awareness where you can say, okay, here's how I'm feeling right now. I'm feeling anxious. Why do I have anything to be anxious about? Is something late at work? Did something get messed up? Is one of my friends having a a rough time? No, no, no. Okay, so why am I anxious? I shouldn't be. I have no reason to be. And if you can identify those things in your life, those external stimuli that are causing both negativity and positivity, you can shape your days in a way that just breeds happiness and contentment and provides you with uh, continual serotonin um, and not rely on those dopamine hits from, you know, scrolling uh, through Facebook or Instagram and, and seeing all those hearts and thumbs up and likes and all that stupid crap, because that is pointless. That is meaningless in the grand scheme. Um, so I know that was a long diatribe about what I think you were saying, but <laughs> the point being that external stimuli has such an effect on us and how we perceive the world. And you really have to be able to be self-aware and to mitigate the things that are coming in. Totally. Yeah. And so on another line of honesty, we could talk a little bit about being honest with other people. Yes, absolutely. Where that starts and ends. Yeah, it, and I'm 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 interested to hear your perspective because it's it's always fascinating, you know, especially because you, I I mean this with all the love in the world, you are a family man, and your level of honesty and 
perceived and expected honesty is put way up on a pedestal. And so I want to know how that affects your relationship with those people who are in your life every single day. It's funny because I changed the the topic from being honest with myself or with ourselves to being honest with other people. And as I think to answer this question, it comes back to being honest with myself. It does. It absolutely, 100% does. Because again, it's all about perception. We are putting ourselves in a platform where other people will inevitably hear us. And so you are trying to shape the way in which they perceive you or they see you. So I want to know, I want to hold you to the elements that you described. I want to know, I mean, how does, as, as, a, as, a, as a member of a, a young family, how does honesty play a role in that life? Yeah, yeah. And what I mean specifically is, is when I'm interacting with my family. Uh, and, and there are different levels of how the honesty is stated with my wife, who's you know, in her mid-twenties versus my children who are two and four, I mean, there's a different level of tact, I believe, with, uh, with a young child that, that is required in For sure. certain levels of honesty. Um, but overall, what I mean to say is that there's no way that I'm honest with them if I'm not first honest with myself. Because and, and a, a practical example of this would be if my wife and I are in disagreement or I perceive a disagreement that we're having or I'm unhappy with something, um, I have to be honest with myself. And I've noticed this in the past few years that if there's a friction between my wife and I, uh, and, and maybe I even have a tendency to blame that friction on her, uh, what I found is if I'm honest that the friction is rooted somewhere in my own integrity that that I'm uh, projecting as it's a popular word but it's so it's so true projecting my friction into our relationship and then uh, finding ways that I I perceive my own unhappiness based upon the way I think things should be so the point being is I need to check in with myself when I'm experiencing these challenging moments as a father or as a as a husband and, and, and check every corner of, of what I'm doing in my life and how I'm showing up before I can go in and say, okay, there's something we have to talk about and, and this is what it looks like so that I can be clear on that. Does that make sense? It does make sense. It does make sense. <clears throat> and, and I just, I want to, I want to reiterate it, reiterate it in a sense that to to make sure that I understand it. So what you are saying is that you feel like in order to be honest with your wife or significant other, you first need to be honest with yourself. So you are lubricating any potential friction um, that could come about, you know, through arguments or whatnot, because if you are not honest with yourself first, then you can essentially put up a wall, put up a barrier. You can cause more problems with any problems that already potentially exist um, just because you're you're not being truthful for with you, with your feelings is that correct yeah basically okay. i have to know the problem to 
to present the problem. And if yeah. I haven't been honest with myself, taken an inventory of where I'm showing up and not showing up, yeah. then, so, I, then I'm projecting something in so most cases, I would believe. In a real life example, say, I don't know, and I'm not saying I have met your wife. She's a very nice woman. I'm not saying she would do this, but, you know, let's just say she didn't close a drawer and you ran into it and you get pissed <laughs> off. And but there's something else that has been uh, kind of culminating within yourself. And so this is, in essence, what snapped you. And so you get totally. mad and you Dude, get in a totally. fight. And on the surface, you think it's because you messed up your hip because you, you ran into a I could say it's drawer. because she's careless, right? These are sure. things I could make up. You were being careless. You left a drawer open and it hurt me on yes. the surface. That's where I could go. Yeah. But, you know, it could be something that's been ruminating for the last couple of months that you haven't had the courage or the, I guess, the, the awareness or the, it hasn't, you haven't given it enough reflection to bring up or it, yeah, it just, in essence, maybe. you haven't wanted to cause a fight. Maybe. So, so it might not even be about us. It, you know, it could be about the fact that I just came from the kitchen and ate three donuts. Sure. And then ran into the drawer and I was so angry with myself about eating donuts that it just so happened came out in that way. And I think this is a, this is the root of all of our anger in general. We might not do that in this podcast, but uh, yeah, there's an awareness required to be honest. And, and there are times where these things need to be talked about. There are things that need to be talked about. If it's a drawer and a hip maybe not <laughs> maybe not but if there are things that are detrimental to our well-being to to communication to happiness it, and we and we can only see that thing in the way then it's something that needs to be talked about and needs to be brought up so agreed how do you in moments where you have challenging conversations that maybe you don't want to have and maybe put off, you know, those types of conversations like, eh, I don't need to talk about this. How do you Absolutely. approach something like that with somebody? That's a, a very good question. Um, and I, I, I'll kind of, again, take this back anecdotally uh, to a few years ago when I didn't drink for the first four and a half months of the year, I think it would have been 2018, maybe. I think it was 2018. I didn't drink till the middle of May. And just because I, I just, I chose not to. And so I, one of the side effects of that, I noticed that I was approaching problems much more head on. I was accepting them. I was accepting the, the, the consequence of any actions that I had taken and I was moving forward toward them as opposed to running away from them. And so that kind of parallels to, you know, when it comes to having a hard, difficult conversation with somebody and being honest, honest with them, the best way as uncomfortable and anxiety inducing as it may be is just to be blunt and straightforward with them. Not everybody is going to take that as well as, you know, you think, it may go in your mind, but I think you are doing everybody in the, in the, in the party a disservice by uh, not being completely upfront and honest because something small, 
may snowball into something bigger and bigger, or it may just be an issue that causes two people to not speak anymore when it's just a, a minor misunderstanding. So do you, in, in a conversation like that, do you have some sort of preface? Like, hey, uh, I've been thinking about something and I, and I think we need to talk or. Yeah, or I do. Yeah, you have, ha- you, unfortunately you have to. And I, I think a lot of it is ego. Um, you know, people are so, they are so attached to their egos and they, they don't realize it. Um, I'm, I'm not, not included in that. Um, but I have, I am sure I will name drop, name drop many a book on this show, but, uh, I, I have, I've told you Ernie this many times, the most influential book that I have ever read was Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. It helped me to realize, you know, how much of a, at times, negative influence my ego has had on me. And so I will typically ask myself prior to any minor to major life decision, what is motivating this? Is it ego or is it something that, you know, will truly be beneficial to the person to whom I'm speaking? And so Yes, I think you do need a preference at pref is any tough conversation with somebody, um, at least somebody you care about by saying, hey, listen, there's something we need to talk about. Or there's um, I forget who said it. Um, I had it written down somewhere, uh, I guess, a feedback sandwich, you know, where you go positive feedback, negative feedback, positive feedback. I mean, you can, you know, correlate that any way. It doesn't have to be feedback and just be. Hey, Ernie, your beard's looking nice today, man. By the way. <laughs> and then, you know, say, you know, you had a great drive on hole number six or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I think it, I, I agree. I think it's also, I also think it's important to preface it. It could be, it could to- take somebody totally off guard just walking up and saying, I can't believe you said this the other day. You know, it, yeah. whereas we can bring uh, presence to a person. If, if we have to say something to somebody <laughs> that's bothering us, we have to take care in the fact that it's it's bothering us and, and bringing a person to preparation for that. And it's never been more important in today's day and age. Uh, do we, when you, yes, I, I do think that egos are fragile and hurting one can cause irreparable damage. But on top of that, when you go straight at somebody with negativity, that will put them on defense, which is the world in which we've been living. Uh, It's, it's, you know, created, it's divided our country up into tribes and uh, with no channels of communication because everybody is on edge uh, with how, feedback is being received. You're wrong. No, you're wrong. No, fuck you. That's, it's just trying to communicate something clearly and effectively in the most empathetic and compassionate way possible will help diffuse and disarm and then also allow you to get their side of, you know, what may be allow uh, may be wrong and what and what may ultimately be the case is that allows them to open up to you to be honest mm. in return yeah that you bring up an important point because if we go to somebody this is my belief of course and it, it seems to run true in my experience if we go to somebody with truth but we're not ready to hear 
then we're wasting our time. Sure. And I've seen so many arguments escalate because people aren't listening. I might go or somebody might go and say something to somebody and then it's either that person hearing it is on guard now and they're defending themselves in some way and then the other person or they say what they mean they hear that person they say what they mean and then the other person goes on guard and defends themselves and I think the point you bring up with ego totally hits right here because if if you're not ready to drop your ego but you're going to tell somebody something that's on your mind you're not prepared to have that conversation I completely agree with you um I was I was going to say something else. Now I can't remember <laughs> what it was. Um, Along the same lines of honesty, uh, being able to listen and be present. That's exact. Thank you. That's exactly what I was going to say. Most people nowadays, um, of course, I feel like I was just in that, that circumstance. You know, as they are having a conversation rarely is somebody listening to understand and perceive the person's person's position they are nine times out of ten and i am just as guilty of this they are preparing their argument their statements you know what they are going to say in return regardless of what the other person is is saying which you know again has gotten us into the situation in which we're in so Offline, Ernie and I were actually talking about how this particular podcast, we are going to have to hone our listening skills as best as possible um, to make sure that we're providing equal and valid points to each other. So that is the point. And what's that what's that look like for you? Because in my experience, when we sit down to have a conversation or maybe we're with other people and I'm watching you experience other people or something, I just really feel like in your responses that you've listened, that you've, that you've noted things that are important in what they're saying, sure. and maybe even seen, you know, deeper into what they're saying rather than the, yeah. the words or the context that they're giving. So what, what does that look like I, for you to, be, to listen to somebody? First of all, I really appreciate you saying that. Uh, it is something that I have tried to work on. Um, this right here, it's a unique perspective because while I am trying to listen, interpret, and empathize with what you're saying, I'm also looking at one screen to make sure that the levels are right. I'm looking at the other totally. screen to check our notes, but I guess in a general sense. And doing a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> and doing a Rubik's Cube uh, <laughs> with a blindfold on. Um, in, a, in a general sense, I honestly think the practice of meditation helps tremendously. I I guess I can't understate that. Um, Through the process of meditation, I have to imagine as we grow our audience, the majority of which are going to be meditators, if you're not, um, hopefully we can help you become one. Uh, But through the process of meditation, it's you are going to cycle your mind over and over and over again. You will concentrate on your breath, and then you're going to be thinking about sex. You're going to cycle your breath, and then you're going to be thinking about what you're going to have for dinner. And that is perfectly fine. Everybody I talk to who is not a meditator says, oh, I can't concentrate that long. And that's neither can I. 
Neither can I. Neither can half the people who are expert meditators. That is the point of meditation is being mindful about what is going on in your mind and realizing when you're not paying attention to what you should be. So if I'm meditating and I'm not focusing on my breath, if I'm focusing on a website that I need to design, there's a trigger in my mind. And this has happened through repetition and reps and exercise and whatever you want to call it. There's a trigger in my mind that says, oh, hey, Trey, listen, you should be meditating right now. We can think about work later. And that's something that is a skill that grows as you meditate. And it's translated into conversations you have. If I'm talking with you, Ernie, and I start thinking about uh, a pretty girl who walked by, I will stop. I will think, I'm not listening to Ernie right now. I need to go back to that. It is something like everything else that takes practice. If you find yourself not truly dedicating your time and energy to somebody you're conversating with, think about it, practice it. And you can get better at it because I, I used to be horrible at it. So I guess in out in the open, that is what that looks like for me. Yeah, I love that. Because when I hear meditation, I think about self-honesty. We brought that up earlier. And then that reflex, that that reflex of coming back to being present with whatever's actually happening right now. Uh, and the thought that comes up is, or the first thought that came up rather was, okay, well, if you're, if you're seeking to be honest, then would your first pursuit be to listen or to focus? And maybe that's true or not, but, but then I thought, okay, well, yes, absolutely. Because that is also the foundation of being honest with yourself. And sitting in meditation gives you both of those things. You get to see um, what thoughts are driving you and whether they're true or not, which most of them probably aren't true. You get to be you get to see those things and then also channel that reflex of coming back to being present. And both of those things are they seem crucial in being honest. Yes, they absolutely they 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 really are. Um I, I really feel like everything that we've discussed so far, I mean, it's just they all tie into one another so well. I mean, everything from I've never really realized this. So I, I appreciate you bringing these thoughtful questions to us today. But honesty, especially honesty within one's own self, is the foundation for how we shape our everyday lives um, through meditation, through conversation, through family relationships it really is now i i do want to circle back real quick sure. in regard to uh family honesty because you, you you said something that i would like you to elaborate on just a little bit because you know as a you said your kids are two and four two and four so yeah i think you know and I, there are certainly million different millions of different parenting styles but you probably can't be 100 percent honest with your kids all of the time and so how do you shape that so you can set them up to be open-minded and understanding when they are, are old enough to, you know, get things, to interpret them, to uh, let them become a part of their lives. And so, I mean, it doesn't matter to me. I, I've never met your kids. So, you know, whether or not, you know, if they ask you a question about sex or drugs or rock and roll, you know, how do you react to that as a, as a parent you, in a way that you want to be as honest as possible, but, you know, still The questions them? haven't gotten too intense in that way yet and I, I do my best to 
be as honest as possible when things come around. Um, where honesty for me most often shows up right now is not in those moments where my daughter comes and asks me a question. Because so far, I've been pretty spot on with that. My wife and I both. I, I love the way my wife's able to talk to the kids and bring clarity to things for them and then maybe not and still add discretion to that in some respect. Um, but for me, where honesty and listening both come up most as a parent is in disagreement. And I have, it feels like, it, it feels like a flaw. I, I know it's not. It feels like a flaw sometimes just because of traditional parenting. Um, there, so what I'll say is, is, is I, I talk through, I try to talk through things with my kids to understanding, which is challenging with the two-year-old. It's challenging with the three or four-year-old. But, but I want to be completely honest with disagreement or, or how I feel versus how my daughter feels at four years old and also be able to listen to that. And I say I feel like it's flaws sometimes because it, it can be it can be hard. <laughs> it can be really hard. And, it can, and, and my daughter has caught on in a way that if I'm not fully conscious and present with her, she'll just talk in circles and will not get anywhere. Um, but honesty in the format for me, or in the form of parenting, comes in that being like, this is how I see it right now. You're not going to bed, and this is how I see it. Or uh, we have somewhere to be, and you're, you're fighting me about brushing your teeth. Like those right. types of honesty. And this is what's happening for me. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel myself getting hot. I feel myself, my chest tightening up and, and saying, maybe not in extreme detail where I might reflect how I'm feeling in my body to an adult, but to some level, ex ex my experience, being honest about that with, with my children and then uh, allowing for them to do that also. Yeah. That's a long-winded answer. No, that's it's a very good answer. Um, it's a very it's a very well thought out and thoughtful answer because I I don't have any experience with that um, outside of you, you have know. A cat, don't you? I do have a cat. And <laughs> Same I am thing. Way too honest with that. Oh, okay. so. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Uh, no. That no. I I do appreciate that because I I have the perception as an outsider that you know not all parents are like that. Um, one personal, I don't even know if I want to call it a vendetta because I'm not doing much about it, but one personal complaint about the world and society to me is how romanticized violence is, has become. I, you know, I, I feel like the old, the, 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 the old man who's you know, yelling at, at kids, you know, video games are the worst thing in the world. They're causing all these shootings. But just we, we glorify violence so much in the society. And, you know, music, video games, there's certainly not, you know, the, the cause nor the sole cause or what, what have you. The point being that is romanticized, whereas sex and love and kindness are so taboo uh, where I feel like it should be the opposite. And I, the point that I'm trying to make is that, you know, when it comes to raising 
kids and family you know when it comes when if you see i don't know the terminator on television you'll sit down and watch it with your kid but you see you know somebody take their shirt off or you know kiss or something like that not that they should be watching porn at that young of an age <laughs> but you know lo- that that is so censored from our youth that we should have at least a firm understanding that love is grand love is fantastic and you know sex in your body are such a natural part of growing up um i don't know that's again i don't want to call it a vendetta it's just something that i was turned on to actually through somebody on a, some other podcast and i'm like damn that's that's absolutely right we some countries put uh, uncensored photos in their in their newspapers and and it's totally different for us i don't have uh I don't remember what countries in particular or country, but they'll they'll have nude women in their newspaper. It's just a common thing. They don't put this. And I'm sure it's not sexualized either. It's just this is who a woman is or who, who, what a woman can be or a man or wh- sure. what have you. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I do know, you know, I have paid attention to the advertising industry for, for quite a while um, being in that space. And, you know, Europe, Europe uh, the European nations, they have much more lax, uh, I guess, regulations when it comes to the content of, of advertisements. Um, I, I think for, I think for a very good reason, you know, they are creative and they're fun and they're, um, dirty is not the word that I want to convey. That's that, that has a <laughs> negative connotation, but they are, they are dirty much more European open and free. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yes. So, uh, that, I, I guess I only brought that up because we as a nation have, I just, I see it so often where people want to pull the veil over their kids' eyes or their spouse's eyes or sisters, brothers, what have you, when it comes to sex, love, uh, natural, the natural human body. But when it comes to, you know, pulling out an AK-47 and blowing somebody's brains out, that's, you know. It's a box office hit. And for the record, these aren't conversations I've ever had with my children. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, well, yeah, and I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, um, and and they're not particularly funny either. Um, but I guess it, rather than cultural conversations and honesty, what I mean to say is that the the majority of honesty for my for my children is around presence and and experience and how that varies from from person to person absolutely yes absolutely which they which they line up cultural i mean most of what i'm probably teaching is some sort of culture it has to be of course yeah but it's not ak's and and porn (laughs) (laughs) where that conversation's like six plus so i'm gonna have a few years before we can talk about those i feel like you'll be good at that (laughs) i will is that a compliment? It is. Yeah, no, it is a compliment. I and I don't know. My my train of thought instantly went to. I wonder when. Because um, we are. If you don't want me to say this, I won't say it, or I'll cut it out, or whatever. But I, you know, talking about. You know, at some point in time, your your kids are going to want to smoke a smoke a joint with you. <laughs> we can cut that. We, okay. Okay. No, I don't care. Okay. Um, it, I I don't know, man. That that brings up a whole different story because. I've listened to many people talk about their experience with drugs or psychedelics and how, what age they were and, uh, 
I'll say my honesty with my children, with my family, and hopefully with the world comes from what's happening in this moment and what do I truly think about it right mm-hmm. now, what what feels right. Um, because then I hope that those conversations, when they do come up, that I'll be present in those moments and be honest and be able to listen as well. Yeah. That's, I, I, I couldn't think of a better way of approaching that situation. Um, are there any elements of honesty that we have not touched on uh, before we start to unwind here? Um, I know you had a lot of good probing questions and we've kind of gotten through most of these. And I, we've had a phenomenal conversation about honesty and I had more than I'd ever thought of think about honesty. So I, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I mean, we, I, there are so many things that we talked about that I want to continue to talk about, but you mentioned very wisely to be respectful of, of time and, and, with that respect to time, I think we're at a really good place. Yeah. Good. Well, I, I agree. Um, man, this is, I, I really feel good about this conversation that we just had. And I, 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 I hope others will feel the same way. If I've learned anything from podcasting and see that being relatable and, and providing an outlet for people to broaden their horizons, whether it's through comedy or through, you know, self-betterment or self-fulfillment, you know, that's, that's, that will be the key to our success. And as long as we are honest with each other, and as long as we are honest with the wonderful listeners we hope to engage with, and I, I, I don't see this going any other, any other way. So thank you for being honest with me. Yeah. This is great. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, last time we spoke, uh, we I put you on the spot, and I'm going to do it again um, and ask you to kind of take us out in a, a calming and meditative way. Prior to doing so, as I let you... <laughs> sit on that for a moment, I do want to remind everybody, uh, you can contact us if you have thoughts on this episode... Um, if you perhaps have a certain type of meditation you would like to hear or an author you would like to have interviewed or you're connected with who may be uh, seek benefits from what we do, please connect with us. Our email address is one that is O-N-E mosaic life at gmail.com. Uh, our website currently points us to our Red Circle podcast page. Uh, Red Circle is a phenomenal podcast distribution platform. Um, that our website is one O N E again one mosaic dot life l i f e. Uh, you can find us there, and uh, we are going to we are on all of the podcasting platforms: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Stitcher, everywhere you can find podcasts. You'll find us. Just search for One Mosaic Life. Um, and then, of course, you can find us on Instagram by that same name. If you could do us a favor, uh, if you do find us on Apple Podcasts, do us a favor, leave us a five star review. Um, maybe mention, you know, what you got out of this podcast. Uh, the more reviews we get, the more uh, open uh, we will be uh, to other podcast listeners. Um, Apple's algorithm will use that and boost us when they see that people are enjoying our show. So that helps us out tremendously. Um, I think that's about it, Ernie. Again, I appreciate you taking the time. 
uh, to spend with me. And I would like to invite you, and you can say no if you if you if you want to, but to kind of you know just take us out with a either a quick thought, a quick meditation, uh, to say goodbye. No. <laughs> no, just kidding. I do have a thought that I want to share. Yes, please. Um, if you care about honesty, if that's a pursuit that you would want to take up in your life, which I hope that it is, um, meditation is a great way to do that. If you also struggle with meditation, one form of meditation that I've created for myself is called the WTF meditation and what I'll do is I'll open a notebook on a table and I'll sit there in the chair and I will become still and the first thought that pops up I'll write it down and then I'll go back to being still and then if a thought comes up I'll write it down and I'll do this until until I'm basically clean or clear of whatever is happening for me and this gives me uh, a good indication of where I'm at this is me allowing myself to be honest with the thoughts that I'm having and the ones that I'm attaching to and and just aside from that and with that just remember that you aren't your thoughts you are the viewer of your thoughts so be light take these things lightly and take care of yourself Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.